Um, you ready? Oh, so we'll you got me, Dougie? Uh, we're sharing just going to start with Adam. I didn't see him anywhere. Yeah, so <laughs> Jesus, I swear to God. It's like herding kittens, and no one does it better. This? Welcome to the Asbury Park Vibes podcast. Asbury Park Vibes is dedicated to sharing information about the live music scene in the Asbury Park area, as well as the bands who've traveled through. We thank you for tuning in, downloading, or just stumbling upon our podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Asbury Park Vibes live podcast number 115 today, guys. Uh, Today we get to talk all about the upcoming Asbury Park live concert series on the boardwalk, which is gearing up for this summer. And I'm joined by an awesome cast of characters here today. So excited, guys. A group of gentlemen who work tirelessly and often anonymously behind the scenes to promote and uplift the local talented musicians here. Thank you, thank you for coming here today, guys. Thank you. It's so yeah, nice to have us. you. Instead of uh, me saying everybody's name, I'm just going to ask you to introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit about what you do in Asbury for the music scene. Cool. And I know Thanks. that that's going to take a long time because you do a lot. Yeah, so. <laughs> and uh, I really appreciate you guys having us here. Um, Diana Memo is a good friend and partner with Asbury Park Vibes who has been trying to get me on the podcast since yes, day I have. one. Like, yeah, no. The and story's he, definitely he's always saying, me. Yeah, he's always <laughs> saying, no, it's not about me. But um, I think that those who are behind the scenes deserve to be yeah. celebrated and, uh, That's very kind. and get to talk and you know as what? well. This was a big deal. This is a big coup that Jim has had for many years and we didn't have for the last two. And so we're thrilled to have it back. So there will be... So I'm Asbury Sunset. That's who the hell I am. <laughs> and my job is to support local music and nonprofits and education programs and basically anybody that needs a hand up. In Asbury Park. And I think that that's what's wonderful about you. Basically, anybody. You yeah. really do. You, you're, you're thoroughly involved in the music scene. I mean, basically, if you're going to a live music event in Asbury, 99% sure you're going to see Tim there supporting, the being the number one fan of whatever band is, you know, and, and just, uh, you know, working behind the scenes. Like, you didn't want to be on the podcast. You know, you're not looking for any type of uh, recognition, but... 20 um. bucks. You donated 20 <laughs> bucks to the Music Foundation. I'm like, I'm in. It's and not you're a problem. <laughs> it's, it's, you know what? I'm really happy to be associating with all the guys who aren't here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell, <laughs> They'll Erickson, be joining us soon, I'm sure. Brian Erickson, Russell um, Lewis, who's walking in the door for Watermark, <laughs> and Sam Chung are also the So they will be joining us in a moment, but also we have a few other gentlemen at the table that we're going to talk to. Uh, Brian Erickson. Uh, hey. Tell us a little bit about... Who you are? Okay, well, uh, I, I was on a I was on a recent podcast, so you could you could check out that hour and forty minutes if you want to know the whole thing. Which but awesome. the the yeah. short version, uh, my name is Brian Erickson. I play in a local band called The Extensions, and um, I also uh, book and promote shows as Red Pants Presents. Uh, I do third Fridays at the Asbury Hotel and third Saturdays. Uh, out of town at a place called John and Peter's in New Hope, Pennsylvania. That's kind of one of those legacy venues, though, and um, initially was, uh, you know, kind of the goal to bring a lot of bands from around this area out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, because sometimes, like, you, you get so entrenched in this place that mm-hmm. it, it, you know, becomes tough to book out of town, and this mm-hmm. was, like, a nice, easy way and a great, great room. 
that became really, really welcoming to artists and bands. Well, it's third Saturday, yeah. Diane. Come on in. It, literally every third for the last okay. like four or five years, I've been uh, you know been doing it there. So and it, with no sign of of letting up at all. And who do they have tonight? Uh, tonight they have actually, as it were, uh, we, we helped book, uh, Sean Tobin and the Boardwalk Fire and Mm -hmm. Rachel Anna Dobkin. And that's kind of their, their, uh, I guess kind of dress rehearsal pre-release show, uh, cause they're going to be at the, at the rooftop of the fest hall tomorrow, but, uh, right here in town in Asbury Park. But, uh, yeah, they'll be out there. Sean will be out there. Rachel will be out there and it's going to be a really good show. Sean has that killer, killer new album out. uh, It's incredible. Which is incredible as does, uh, you know, as Brian also just released some music with the extensions, which was very exciting. Too. Yeah. Well, can I tell you too? Yes. I mean, I don't know if it's okay to say this, Please. but uh, I heard, uh, speaking of Rachel, uh, who's, who's playing tonight too, I have heard her record and Ooh. it is dynamite. Oh, wow. So the first record she's put out in like four years, something like that. And I, she's been working real, real hard on it. And whenever it comes out at her, at her pace, uh, it's going to be absolutely stellar. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. It's very, very exciting. And we have Mr. Jim Lenscold here with us today. Yes, hello Tiki, there. Jim. <laughs> Tiki Jim. AKA. <laughs> AKA Tiki Jim. So, uh, yeah, so my background, so I've been tied to the uh, Asbury Park Music Foundation for many years now, five or six years. Uh, I also do support Telegraph Hill Records and We Start Productions and a few other groups, nonprofits. Um, and then. Like Tim, I, I jump in and help the local artists when I can. Whenever there's some effort, we can get them some visibility or just general business guidance. So, you're you're the other one who you know you go to a concert in Asbury Park, yeah. and, and most likely you will be seeing Jim yeah, there. Yeah, if like anyone to wants to meet these guys, yeah. just go to a show; they will be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, why? Why is it so important to you to uh, do all that you do for the music scene here? What What is yeah. your connection? Are you a former so, musician? No, no okay. musical background. Well, nothing more than a little high school band here and there. But the, right. uh, no, it's really being a music fan. And uh, and even, you know, it's funny as you get involved with all these shows and you get the book shows and book events. I don't want to be the one backstage. I want to be right in the front. I want to yes. feel it. And <laughs> like any other fan, I'll never give that up. Yep. Uh, just the passion for being there at live music. And then, you know, when you've find Asbury. I'd come here in my high school days and saw some shows, but then, you know, it was really coming back later, and you just realize how much is here, and uh, it just, it's it's life-changing, because, you know, instead of that occasional go to some big show, you just go as many nights as you can to see all these great locals, and they're yes. as good or Absolutely. better than and a lot of the big guys. Blade and still not yes. run from venue exactly. to venue. Yes, yes. But I think the part that drives me, besides helping the local artists, I, I always try to look for something that has that community benefit, and especially all the things we did with the Music Foundation, and this series in particular. Um, you know, that ties into giving back to the community and, and finding some underserved youth or some other population that we could bring in and try to, you know, tie in music to to just positive life experiences and, and you know, whether it's economic benefits that come later or just, you know, the network connections and other things that come out of that. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the biggest driver, I think, that that drives the... You know, how do you find time to squeeze one more thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it, though. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, we're, we're absolutely going to talk more about the summer uh, 
uh, music series on the boardwalk, but I have one more cast from um, one more character from our cast, <laughs> Russell Lewis from Watermark, Asbury Park. Um, you love music too. You, by the way, thank you, thank you for during you know when it was allowed during you know our lockdown, but you know things were loosening up a little bit, and Watermark, um, Asbury Park was able to work with Asbury Sunset and do some um, musical shows when we all really needed it, um, you know. And I needed that. Yes. I, I needed that, Thank that you life and that, that art and that heartbeat inside of my otherwise dark venue. <laughs> I think of Watermark is, in, you know, it's an extension of, of my home, but I really think of it as a theater. That's, um, mm-hmm. that's my background. I'm, uh, I'm a theatrical producer and I was a line producer. And unlike these guys who like to be right in front of the speaker mm-hmm. and the front of, <laughs> <laughs> of, of the stage, exactly. They like um, the microphone. I am more comfortable and I spend my time behind the scenes. Okay. I come from producing and line producing and artist management. Oh, wow. um, um, and I like to support things from a production uh, end of things and from a financial point when I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so I loved using Watermark as a studio and as a stage and supporting uh, those people and, and those young artists during lockdown. It was um, um, Tim's uh, project was my lifeline to keep that venue alive yes. during wow. an otherwise uh, dark time. I had the keys to a second floor condo on the boardwalk. I, like, I am so down with this. I spent the winter. Cooper, Cooper Davis and I were like, oh, my God, he gave us the keys. <laughs> and there's, like, yeah. beer and internet. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. Was, and it's um, beautiful. And we were, I've given the keys. Yeah, like, no, I thought it was really great. I, yeah. I thought it was really great. When I first... Um, conceived and designed Watermark, I always thought of it as a flexible space that I'd be able to use in in different ways. And this was just one way that I hadn't had the opportunity to flex my muscles in that way. So um, I I thought it was just great. And um, leading right into that from the Watermark perspective, uh, let's talk about the Summer Boardwalk series that's coming up soon. And this is why we're here today to talk about um, this wonderful musical... um, activity that will be happening regularly on the boardwalk now what's wonderful about watermark is you have that bird's eye view of where this uh summer concert series will take place how do we explain maybe one of you could help me that patch of nirvana there right in the middle that's undeveloped you know well, i think it's technically called the first avenue green space so um in front of every avenue that hits Ocean Avenue and the boardwalk, there is green space, mm-hmm. which is city property, um, and you one cannot develop on it or build on it. It's part of our inherent design. So it's lovingly called the First Avenue Green Space, and okay. that is where we uh, erect the stage and where we perform weekly mm-hmm. starting next week. Yeah, we're getting close. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> so I think we have a nine or ten week season, which is yeah. following what we did in... 17 and 18 and nine, or 18 and 19. So we had two full seasons or three? I can't no, remember. No, I think this 16. Is the sixth season. Oh, see, I so can't count. Five <laughs> on, two off, and we'll, now we're back. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, um, yeah, so what's the green space? Okay, so the green space, and then um, the, the details as far as when it, well, I'm looking at Tim. <laughs> I'm as, as, yeah, I got the calendar. As far as, too. yeah, <laughs> um, when it happens and what time, what can people expect when they come to this? Um, you know, it's it's been dark for a couple of years, unfortunately, yeah, but here we are. I mean, the boardwalk's been there, but we haven't yeah. been on it, unfortunately, not collectively as a music scene. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this is 7 to 10 on the boardwalk. It's all ages, all family. You know, bring a beach chair, bring a picnic if you want, even better. Mm-hmm. Eat Mogos, which is next door. 
run upstairs to Watermark and get yourself something to drink. But you could also hang on the beach. Your kids can come. There's a playground right there. I mean, it really is an all-family great way to get out of the house, turn off your Netflix, mm -hmm. come into town, and celebrate with other people. Yes. Um, and we've got some great bands, including yes, we do. the extensions. Yeah, yeah including us. <laughs> Fourth of July week, right? Yeah, that's going to be really fun. We're uh, we're playing on uh, July sixth with uh, Yawn Mower with our label mates. We're both signed to Mid Four Hundred Records, uh, the Extensions and Yawn Mower. So that was uh, very exciting. When I think, yeah, Jim, you were the one who told me that uh, we were going to be playing with them, and that yeah. wasn't like I mean, I don't know, maybe you engineered it that way, but. Well, however, however, some happened by process of elimination. Yeah, however, however that, yeah, however that one happened to work out yeah. uh, was was really great. I love. Uh, I mean, I love. I mean, I look at this, and you know, we got Dez, we got Daughter Vision, we got Kufnots, we got Alexander Simone and Shady Street, and and on and on and on. And I would have been honored to play with any of them, but uh, it's always good to play with uh, you know with 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 your own teammates sometimes. Yeah. I have a question for you, Brian. Sure. Um, what year did you first play the boardwalk? And it was with Paper Jets. And I asked because you have the, yeah. the iconic photo that is represents the sunset in the back. That was the first year. That was 2016. Was year? Yeah, yeah, that was in 2016. Wow, 2016 yeah. Uh, yeah, there it goes. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah that red was pants. us. Yeah, we talking red pants. Yeah, we <laughs> played with, uh, I think the other band that night was, uh, I want to say Goodbye Tiger. Oh, I think, maybe. I don't think they're around anymore, but... Uh, yeah, I think it was us and Goodbye Tiger, yeah. and that was, yeah, 2016. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, that was so, so much fun. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that's nice about this Boardwalk series as well is, you know, we, we, uh, we're, uh, inflation is hitting everyone. And, um, you know, it's, uh, as much as we want to go to shows all the time, which we all do because they're very affordable in Asbury Park, um, but it's also nice to have a free event once in a while, you know, take the kids um, and, and enable the kids to hear this wonderful music right. because they typically aren't brought with us to uh, venues at night for late night concerts. But, you know, you're on the boardwalk enjoying the beach and then you just kind of push the, um, you know, the stroller with the baby or, you know, bring your little ones and let them dance. That's what I remember, um, you know, yeah, <laughs> bring the, um, the headphones for the little ones. But, um, yeah, just like, you know. And you know, Enjoy. The, would you, because John's not here, can you talk about Lake House's participation yes, and their yes. kids? Lake House Music yeah, Academy. Right, right. Because um, Lake House, go, it goes back to Lake House Watermark and Mogo really founded this together. You guys kind of came together and, and brought in the Music Foundation. And um, I think one of the great things is that every show opens with a Lake House Music Academy student band. There's adult bands and student bands. And the student bands age, uh, range in age but I think one of the things that's always amazed me is um, they play, they sound uh, as good as any band, and the reaction you get from people walking down the boardwalk is you could see it in their face going, uh, they were listening to it before they got there, and they're going, those are kids. Like, yeah, listen, look yeah. at them play. Look at, look at that guitar solo. They're, it's just crazy. And then embedded within most of the student bands is also the scholarship students. So that ties back to the Asbury Pusick Foundation and a lot of the big events that go on year-round and the fundraising that goes to put... I think there's around 30 students from the west side of Asbury or neighboring towns that get put into the student bands. And that's a big deal in that they... You know, it, you, you learn music, but in Lake House, you never learn an instrument. You always learn to be in a band from day one. If you don't know how to play, you're still in a band, and they all learn together. Um, but what's happened is it's it's um, 
it's so beneficial in so many different ways, but the kids grow up together, and, and it's just that idea of the network and just being exposed to more people than just your own neighborhood. Uh, I remember doing interviews with, with some of the kids, and, uh, you know, they're sitting there as a band, and they go, um, well, I have friends at school, but my bandmates, they're my friends. Yes. So yeah. You just love hearing that. Yes. So it's a big deal. That's um, what permeates um, all of Asbury, and it's what drew me to it um, many, many years ago, was a sense of community. Yes. It's everywhere. It's like you feel it. You go into it's Wonder really Bar, you go into Pony, um, you know, you go to this summer boardwalk series, and you see musicians, you know, one is uh, starting the set, the other one follows, and they're hugging each other, and they're <laughs> listening to the sets, and they're applauding, and they're like, yes, that's, and um, you don't want to, but you can't escape that here. And that's what's so... Well, who wants to, right? You know, exactly. Right. It's family, you know? Right. And this even feels like family. You know, I see you guys all the time. Yeah. We have our, our plus uh, podcasts together, which yeah, I, sweet. I want you on that's for part do. two, by the way. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> we have ready a when lot, you are. We have a lot more to cover. Still a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> we were like, you know, yeah, we, we were tired, but uh, we, we still could have gone on for a couple yeah. hours. I think we, you know, Absolutely. we have to break it up, but um, you, yeah, you know, the community about, here. Yeah, the sense of community and music's part of it, and Music Saved Asbury Park mm. is pretty much the slogan for the Asbury Park Music Foundation, That's right. and I think they have found better than anybody and fostered, you know, a, a unification of the community through the healing power of music. You don't want to sound cliched, but it's true, right. and, you know, you guys started with that Smithsonian exhibit like 10 years ago. Yeah, you remember? Yeah, that, was, yeah. that was before my time. I don't know if you got involved at all. That was the beginning of the Music Foundation. Um, I don't think it was even officially in a foundation no. until that came along, and that, that motivated. Yeah, so it's, it's I think, um, yeah, the, the yeah. Music Foundation is just past the decade old. Right. Yeah, last year, so. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, if I could interject too, it seems like this community and, you know, Asbury Park is, you know, kind of has begun to make its way into the mainstream with See Here Now and with, uh, you know, the Jonas Brothers That's doing true. the, right. uh, you know, do, playing in front of the pony uh, sure. on, the, on the beach and stuff like that. So like even outside of, you know, it, it's, it's real easy. Like I said earlier, it's real easy um, and quite comfortable to you know, kind of live in the, live in the bubble, pers- uh, so to speak. But it's, it's kind of, that, that bubble's getting a whole lot bigger, yes. too. And, and I would love to see this uh, garner a, you know, a sort of lower Manhattan or a Portland or a Seattle <laughs> or, a, or a DC in the <laughs> 80s-esque sort of reputation where you're like, yeah, these are famous music scenes where people just go, um, you know, like that attract visitors because they like, mm-hmm. you know, artists and bands that that come from here and it would be really great if asbury park you know became that that destination or maybe you know said continues to become that that destination i think it's well on its way yeah i think so i mean you can't go by the stone pony and not see an international guest getting their picture taken it's it's funny it's mecca i I was like i was in new york city a couple years ago I, i just went into some little music shop to buy a like a guitar pedal and they're like oh where are you from I said, oh, I'm from Asbury Park. Um, and they were like, oh, my God, really? Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, why? And, they, and I didn't mean it like, a, oh, yeah, why? Yeah. But it was like, I don't know. When people say, where are you from, you don't really think it's a big deal. 
And they're like, oh my God, every time I walk past the stone pony, I got to take a picture. I got to do this. I have a little ritual. And I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Have you, have totally. you played? And I was like, yeah, I've played there like a couple times. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, it's not, because it's, I hate to say like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It is a big Huge. deal and it's a special place to play. Um, but you gain a little bit of perspective of how other people view this place mm-hmm. and uh, these venues and this community. When you, when you do step out of it, uh, it does have kind of a, a positive reputation. And it's kind of cool to sort of step out of there and be a, um, uh, like, kind of, kind of, you know, help, help talk it up a little bit. I, I don't want to say, like, be an ambassador, like, pat right. myself on the back, but just... You know, if someone says, where are you from? And they know where you're from. It's, it's, it's always, uh, minutes, yeah, it doesn't, gonna, tell them. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't Tim. hurt gonna, to, gonna, to help. Hey, like, hey, hey. yeah, it doesn't, That's it true. doesn't hurt to step out and like prop the place up when you're, right. when you're not here. And, and back to the Asbury Park Music Foundation too. And, you know, and the growth and the progression of this area. I mean, you know, the foundation, it's like the heartbeat, mm-hmm. really yeah, the heartbeat absolutely. of this, right? It's just driving, it's the driving force and it's like kind of, you know, just everything's bubbling from it. Everything's growing from that base that they've provided. Yeah, yeah. especially <clears throat> making sure, you know, that, that the West Side's tied in. I think that sure. was one of the big initiatives. And it wasn't that many years ago. Like, well, the COVID is a little gap, so it's hard to figure <laughs> yeah, out. But, but it wasn't that long ago that there was this big discussion on why there's no hip-hop on the East Side. Now we, I think we, we almost forget. And, and every series, every event kind of has a nice mix. And, and I don't know whether people thought, well, you can't. That doesn't fit in with this style, and there is no style. But, but look now, where um, I think all these hip hop artists are, um, you know, they, they once they got the chance to be part of the community, the, everyone's friends. Now it just you, you get booked in. You just needed to open the door. But it was really, I think back to um, uh, Drew Barkley and uh, who was with Black Suburbia Group, and uh, at the Music Foundation, we gave him one night a month. To have shows here, you know, Scott at the Saint was good at getting them over here. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the opening it up that, and then now it just blends in. And, mm-hmm. and or so. the Burns had him at the Lanes when the Burns did yes. their release oh, yeah. show, yeah. and uh, yeah, that was a big deal yeah. too. But and it, they played it, and they played a great bridged. set too. In fact, I think I think Drew besides did. the um, besides the 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 Music Foundation opening up that space, um, uh, we put them on uh, What a Wonderful Year early on, too. Mm-hmm. And again, just so once Drew was... And, and then you just meet everyone else and, and that, you know, the communities blend. It's, it's not different communities anymore. But it wasn't that long ago no. right. that it was. There's been quite the change yeah. Yeah. in the area. And I guess we better talk about the fact that Asbury Park Music Foundation does a major series, Monday Nights, at Springwood yes. Park, yeah. which is really their bigger... kind of tends to be somewhat national. Yeah, Some locals yeah. like Des and Alexander one night... Um, Desmond Swagmatics and Alexander Simone and Houdet, who are both part of both series. They're on both right? series, right? Yeah, they're, right. we double dip with those guys all yeah. the time. <laughs> as, you, as you should. And I know as Russell has yeah. a fondness for Des, too, as we yes. all do. Yes, yes. So, absolutely. And, so they're just the best. So have to have them on When are we going to see Des at your place? <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think, to, well, you mean on the schedule this summer? Sure. She's mid-July, right? She is, yeah, yeah. 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 And, she's you know, mid-July. Mm-hmm. There's so many things. We won't talk about Porch Fest. But yeah, we July will. 13th. You hold the September 10th. Uh, yeah, we should have a podcast just on all of the events coming and just, know, you, know, right? <laughs> you know, go through them one by one. But yes, yeah. the Asbury Park Music Foundation certainly has um, many 
different events that people can uh, learn about um, on their wonderful webpage that has them all listed with the schedules going up as well. Yeah. Um, Asbury Park Music Foundation, uh, where music lives. Um, you know, there, there's just, uh, again, the heartbeat that drives everything that's happening here. And um, uh, this summer boardwalk series is uh, well, really needed. I think that we're all feel like we, we're coming out of this, this you know, uh, bleakness, so to speak, um, and the music is just what, what keeps us going, really. Yeah. It just, it's the bright spot, you know. You know for those that. of us who go all the time, and for those of you who are backstage, it's the biggest endorphin rush imaginable at this point. <laughs> the artists are, like, so stoked to be there. They're, like, dumbfounded, like, you guys are in front of me. And we're like, shut up and play. <laughs> I mean, look, goosebumps. I'm like, yeah, we want you to play. Right. I mean, we've seen some shows... Little Hag, who wasn't part of that series, uh, like slayed the Stone Pony. I mean, the so place sorry, truly just levitated. I, I heard. And we're like, what just happened to us? <laughs> and that feeling that you have collectively with other people in the dark with your pants on is just <laughs> the most amazing thing. You know, Russell knows. It just... <laughs> Russell knows it floats my boat. All right, I'm opening the door here. But Brian, Brian is one of the people that... I'm so glad he's on the podcast for that reason. I mean, every time I see your band perform, and I saw, I have the, uh, the picture of how you move around that stage in my mind, and, you know, it must feel wonderful, obviously, from a musician's perspective. You, you get to unleash all that on stage, but... To, you know what we're trying to say is we feel it too that's and, really that's you know, really good to know it, it's you get the goosebumps you get really the endorphins in yeah. watching you do what you do yeah well it it's kind of a uh it's a it's a sort of a two-way street and i think there's like a you know, there's a couple different types of performers and i i've had these conversations before too because there's a there's a there's a great band called the hold steady Oh, yes. And uh, Craig Finn just played a, a great set at Langosta, uh, and I got yeah. to see him a couple weeks ago. I actually got to meet him. <laughs> and, um, but he said this great line from one of his songs called, uh, it's, um, the uh, line is, some nights it's entertainment and some other nights it's work, which I'm sure could apply to everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's occupation, sure. everybody's uh, passions and things like that. But you know, when you get it, I, I personally, I can't, like, manufacture it. Mm-hmm. I have to kind of see somebody, like, give me one person that's kind of just like, right. okay, yeah. you know, bopping yeah. a lot, like, and then I can kind of take you it pull some, yeah. and, and push it back out, mm-hmm. um, and that's when it becomes entertainment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's um, one of Bruce's most classic lines, because the lights are in your face. You guys can't say anything, but he says, the first thing I do is come out and pick people in the front. Yeah, you got it. You got to pick somebody. You got to find somebody that's gonna like (laughs) feedback. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then you can sort of uh, you can kind of levitate, or I I call it like leaving. You know, you can sort of exit your your body for a little while, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's almost like you're watching yourself. Something does take over you the way that body moves on stage. Well, it's like it's like it's like any kind of art. It's like acting where you know you you see an actor and they're playing. You know, uh, Daniel Day Lewis is not. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, but he you you believe it mm-hmm. when you're watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and and it's kind of like that. You get to sort of it's a performance. You get to perform, and then when you're done, it's just back to you know being Brian with a with an office job and and everything like that until you get to do it again. We don't see you that way. No, <laughs> no. You know that, and that we were there. I know we. Well, I don't think Russell was there, but the night of what a wonderful year. You levitated that place too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jeff Linden was on the side stage, yes. and you're like, 
Jeff, you want a band? And all of a sudden, it was like, it was just... <laughs> just start playing along notes. with it. It was just incredible. Well, because we always looked at that, like, we kind of had a nice little, like, motivational talk yeah. backstage before, <laughs> where, I mean, because we went on early, and we said, okay, well, after us is Jared Clemens, and then Alexander Simone, and then all, like, 27 foes of Fern. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, look, we're not the openers, like... That's just, we're just playing at a certain time, but like if you yeah. act like the opener, if you play like the opener, then you're always going to be the like opener. That. Like we have to play and act like it's like midnight. Mm-hmm. It's midnight in our minds. Like let's go and, you know, let's act accordingly. And, you know, Russell and say it. from a business owner's <clears throat> perspective, you bring people in the door. They're mm-hmm. not going to miss the extensions. And Jeff mm-hmm. Lennon afterwards. So you're not waiting until 10 o'clock to cruise in like you're bad. Right. You're going to be there at 8. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, so always. Thank you for bringing folks. Yeah, that was a crucial lesson, too. Like, I, I kind of spent a long time, like, with the Paper Jets, you know, from 2008 to 2018. We didn't really start coming around here until, like, 2016-ish. Yeah. Because, we're, you know, we were from, like, Princeton. And, you know, what would happen, you, get, you catch a show in Philly or in New York or something, and you show up, you play, and then you leave because the band before you is already gone and the band that comes after you comes in as you're finishing your last song. And it's like, well, what are we, what are we doing? And then coming here or, you know, we kind of, we kind of fell into New Brunswick a little bit before we got here. But we, we, the important thing is we found other bands that like, we're like, oh, wow, you're, what time are you playing? Oh, 10 o'clock. What time are you playing? 11. It's, like, <laughs> it's only 8 o'clock. What are you doing here? And I was like, oh, well, we're, we're just hang here out. to hang out. Right. I was like, Support wait, really? Right? So wait. And then it's like, okay, wait. So that means I have to stay for you now, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, because I, I, I know more about this music scene. I didn't realize that wasn't common practice. Yeah. No, Everyone comes no to see everyone else. And then you can even throw in, well, now it's Fridays at the Asbury Hotel. But when it was Wednesdays at the Asbury Hotel pre-COVID, it was only band members yeah. who weren't playing watching other band, band members. members. It was yeah. just taking turns. It was everyone was there. Yeah. That you, you were all fans of each other. Well, that. that's, yeah, and that's, and that's, you know, that's the importance of cultivating a good community yeah. because mm-hmm. when, you know, people are too tired, uh, you, you at least get some of your musician friends to, yeah. to come hang yes. out too. Yeah, and, and, you know, we were talking about the international scene and people coming to Asbury Park and, and having their little routine of taking the picture in front of the Stone Pony. Mm-hmm. Um, and people know the Stone Pony, the Wonder Bar they're familiar with, you know, um, yeah. the Saint and now Asbury Lanes, which has, you know, rebranded itself uh, from the old days. But there's the Asbury Hotel. There's the Berkeley, what Johnny and uh, June's, June's, am I getting it correctly? Yeah. You know, that's, a good, um, that's a good little even spot. Even sometimes, it's, you know, wonderful. There are just, you know, all of these little pockets that maybe people outside of the area don't know right. but are really worthy of, of uh, everyone's attention. I mean, the, the music that comes out of those places, you cannot hit a restaurant, venue, or even just like outside <coughs> Silver, Silver uh, Ball Arcade sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah, and yeah, you're yeah. going to hear awesome music, not just like, oh, you know, I'll listen for a while to be nice. No, you want to yeah. stay. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. As a fan, 
the tough thing is every time you're watching a show, you're missing two other yes. good shows. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's so true. That's you need the rollerblades. You're in like Augusta. You go back to Yacht Club. You run back and forth. You make sure everyone is seeing you, and then you yeah. stop and see who you want to listen to. Well, because you hey, have to get your, your, your you scoring your Russell, scene points. Russell Lewis, of all people, made an appearance at Bobby Mahoney and the Seventh Son. It was wow, I missed that. A I moment that you were there. I almost went yeah. there. Well, I oftentimes walk <clears> down the yeah. boardwalk. That's true. And, at 11.30 or midnight, <laughs> and I, I listened to Watermark from a distance, and I would just walk down and yeah. see what Maryland's got going on, and yeah. I got sucked in. <laughs> I had never heard of this He'd band or ever seen them before, but um, I was a little transfixed. I thought they were amazing to yeah. watch. They're wow. a great band. Yeah, and the best people. And Bobby's yeah, yeah, yeah. the nicest guy. Yes. His band are all just tremendous. Yeah, he's a really good dude. <clears throat> he is. Would you mind talking about, but Sam isn't here. Sam Chung. I was just going to say the, the <clears throat> sponsors. Yeah, go go. Oh, no, no. Well, Sam Please Chung, you, you know, who owns Mogo, has always been kind of the front runner, I guess, of the series. No, he, I have to shout out to Sam um, because this is really Sam's project. Right. He, he started this the first year. If you were a part of that first year, I wasn't involved. Mm-hmm. And I think the John was only peripherally involved uh, and I don't even think the music foundation was um, no, directly involved. Sam did the entire first year himself wow. Wow. and in full disclosure I was not really happy about it because I had been dealing with the Stone Pony and every Friday and Saturday night live music, live music uh, you know, from my neighbor's house not my own Entertainment, not mm-hmm. my own concept, but having to turn the music off on my outside deck and deal with mm-hmm. live music from the neighbors. So when Sam, uh, <laughs> the neighbor, the neighbors, the neighbors, the neighbors are having a party. Oh man, the neighbors are having modest mouse over So when Sam said, "Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get this music series off the ground," I was like, "Oh, great! Oh, you know, Wednesday nights when you know Watermark's kind of chill and people are there listening to my." recorded soft you know sunset music and you know people are on dates and he's like yeah I want to throw these really young bands that don't have a lot of experience I want to you know throw them up on stage so it gives them some experience I'm like okay great so we're yeah so to be completely honest I was skeptical in the first year because I just didn't know what it was how it was going to impact my business and I saw very quickly how hard Sam was working and the diversity of talent and the young yeah, kids yeah, getting yeah. up there where they're, you know, their bass guitar is taller than that. <laughs> yeah. <so> right. <laughs> and very quickly I found myself um, staring from the top of Watermark and being kind of amazed at and being exposed to a lot of music and a lot of young artists that I didn't, you know, I wasn't even connected with. So after the first summer, um, I then approached Sam and I said, okay, if we're if you're gonna do this, let's do it right. Let's mm-hmm. get a bigger stage. Let's get some sound. Let's yeah. get some lights. Let's produce it. Let's you know. So I will be happy to the behind put the some, scenes yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. So I came in to support Sam mm-hmm. and to support his vision and to support his uh, his series. Um, and and but Sam's really the one that gave yeah. birth to all yeah. of this. And I I remember asking him at one point. Um, I said, how do, how do you know how do you know all of these bands? Because he was booking everything, yeah. he was doing everything. Yeah. He's like, oh, I feed them. They're they're all oh. outside Mogo eating. So that's oh yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> downtown Cookman was he's the like, after was I the know, after so party he place. He knows right. all these young kids yeah. that you know. Yeah. Don't they, so he's been feeding these kids, yeah. and that's how he got <laughs> to know them. So, but that just ties everything back into how I 
as a business owner owning a bar and restaurant, we're all in the same cultural pot here in Asbury Park. We're all listening to each other and inspiring each other. We're feeding each other. We're keeping each other alive. We're trying to, um, you know, put a little bit of money into these young artists' pockets. We're trying to, obviously, um, secure some housing for them so they can live here in town. But I think the biggest thing that I learned was when I started Watermark, half my staff were people in bands. Oh, right. So that's my workforce. <laughs> Russell, when did you start Watermark? I'm curious. I started Watermark in 2008. Oh, beautiful. Wow. So you... I, I opened, I took my first dollar over the bar. Ironically, the night Obama was elected president that's... as first term. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just, and three weeks after I opened my luxury brand uh, on the boardwalk, the entire economy just fell. It collapsed. And for the first two years of my business, it was really, really tough. And one of my employees said, what would you think about bringing bands in here? I said, I didn't build this place for bands. It's a social club. I, you know, I don't even have a television. I, you know, it's not... I conceived and, and designed Watermark as a place without live entertainment because everything around me had entertainment and I really wanted Watermark to be sort of the, the hotel lobby bar of everything. That's that's yeah. a good that's a good vibe. Yeah. I, lo- I love yeah. a good hotel bar. Yeah, yeah. and yes. I, you know as a counter to everything yes. else I just wanted in and but you know I was struggling in the first 2 years and that's when Wednesday nights she started my uh, employee started booking these young bands mm-hmm. and I'm going to say probably at the end of 2009, beginning of 2010, every Wednesday night, I had three local bands. I didn't know who they were. I didn't know anything <laughs> about them. But the brilliant thing is that it finally it opened Watermark up to a whole different demographic. Mm. You know, young kids who thought that Watermark was bougie or expensive. All of a sudden, it, it opened me up to a completely different market. Because they bring their friends. They do. Yeah, that's right. And, like, they tend to have a lot of them. They do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's where the Wednesday night thing yeah. came right. along. And I did the Weaklings had I think, oh, yeah. two summers uh, yeah. as a resident band at Watermark on Wednesday nights through the summer. So um, it, that's where the Wednesday night came uh, things uh, came in yeah. with Sam and everything because that's you know, when local music's been so happening at Watermark. At being behind the scenes and things. And one of the things we've all thought has been especially important during the pandemic was making sure these guys get paid and that the bands get paid and the technical crews get paid. And Russell has a lot to do with that, yes. uh, quite honestly. And we can't say how much we appreciate it enough. It's, you know, we yeah, kept really, it going. You. you kept mm-hmm. it going in the winter, that worst winter from hell. Yep. Now we're bringing it back in the summer. And, you know, these guys don't have to live with their parents anymore. Um, yeah. They can house yeah. it for me anytime they want. <laughs> <laughs> I got a beautiful dog. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's it's a huge part. And that's why this podcast is so important because really, um, you know, I'm surprised we got you, you guys in here because, uh, you know, you don't want to talk about what you do you just want to keep promoting the artists but what you do is so essential and so important um you're all sponsors of the boardwalk series and much much more in asbury park so just like the foundation is the heartbeat i mean you also are because you're keeping it running you know you're keeping it going and um you know for the summer boardwalk series obviously we have uh you know some pretty big sponsors here with asbury sunset watermark asbury park Mr. Tiki Jim, the Asbury Park Music Foundation. Um, but the reason we were talking about Sam Chung from Mogo Korean yep. Fusion Tacos, um, you know, Good is job. that he helped found this and he feeds everybody. He yeah, even yeah. At, um, at 
correct me if I'm wrong, um, when bands play from out of town and come to the venues and everything, I think he's a regular um, provider of their dinner. Is oh, that yeah, correct? Well, he does. Uh, he did. Uh, he sponsors wonderful the year. I, I had. They provide it. Yeah. I had a, he's uh, a great caterer. Yeah. I mean, yes. No I, I had a. I had a podcast out of the Music Foundation called yes. One More. For uh, yes. we right. ran that out of there for what uh, like two years, three yeah. years, something like that. And we got Mogo as a sponsor, and they provided free food for you know our our crew and our guests and stuff like that so that was yeah very very generous was one of the first restaurants i'm one of the um i'm on the board for the asbury park dinner table and sam and mogo is probably our most consistent kitchen provider of food yeah that's beautiful oh yeah definite definite shout out to sam Sam feeds a lot of people. And you yeah. have also so, and maybe you'll speak to this, but Sam does so many other things for the <laughs> yes. rest of I mean, Sam, no wonder he's not here. We got to get him. Yeah, we got to get him because he's so busy. Married. Gotta, Sam's getting married tomorrow. That is why. You're he's kidding. Not. Oh, get yeah. out of here. That's the reason he's not here. He's getting married tomorrow. Wow. wow. Good for him. I know. Who's the band? That's a very good question. I don't think I know. I know where the the after parties are. Your after parties. That's so exciting. That's open to everyone. I did not know that. So good luck, Sam. Have fun. You can show up in your red pants. I'm going to be at a wedding tomorrow. Everyone's either making babies, producing records, or getting a concert on. I mean, it's just a lot going on in Asbury. Life is really good. It's really good. And you know what? You know, to your credit. Asbury Park Vibes has provided such an amazing source of information and community. There's my <laughs> shirt, whatever it is. And, uh, you know, you guys do a tremendous amount, and it's all on a volunteer basis. You know, there's some great photographers in the room. We got Dougie, Dougie Gresham behind here. the scenes there. <laughs> and Diane has a team of people Kenny, Bill Bauman. I mean, there's. They're incredible. You know, could you just give. 30 seconds of what all the things you do. It's just amazing. Well, what's different between us and you is that we are more, you know, publicly available on the website. You know, we're there, we're, we're posting our pictures and everything. So people do know what we do. I think it's more important to tell what you do. Um, you know, our job just is to help, um, Doug and I always say, just put, put out the best content we can to help promote the local artists and, and national artists that come through. And, uh, you know, and we love doing what we do. Um, I, I wouldn't mind being famous. <laughs> Dude, Doug Drescher, my, my, my sidekick and, um, you know, uh, the guy who always gets me in trouble, uh, is famous because he just got back from touring with the Mountain Goats as tour Ooh, photographer. Right. So, um, you know, he has been famous. He always says, you know, just let's, let's be famous. And he, he has become, you know. I asked for his infamous. autograph and everything. Infamous. Still hasn't given it to being me, Doug. Famous is Doug, you get to you get to hang out with John Worcester at all uh, on those. He, uh, he, I hung out with John, and he told me some great stories of the beginnings of the post-punk days with my favorite band, the Minutemen. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, so yeah, it was it was a it was a week that took me a week to recover from. <laughs> he is he is like one of the funniest people too. Like I I you know I don't know him know him, but yeah, I'm a fan of like his. He's got a great sense of humor. He just came through New York with this other band called Super Chunk. Oh, oh yeah, and their yeah, and their album that. is incredible. You just that, went to that uh, too, yeah, right? Yeah, what a yeah. wonderful record uh, the Super Chunk just put. Out. And his, I'm a fan of his comedy too, with Sharpling and Worcester. Yeah, he does a They're great so good. Too. But yeah. enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> Doug is famous. We have to have him on the podcast. Oh, wait, here he is. Hey, 
always is. <laughs> so we have um, our sponsors here. We were talking about Sam. Um, we have a pretty big sponsor with Tito's, correct? Mm-hmm. They're always yes, in, yeah. the, in the community. So the, um, Use your mic there, my dear. Yeah, yeah. It's hard because I look that way. You can move it. Uh, you can move it. Or, yeah, there you go. Give them two. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> So I, I, let me let's tie uh, let's talk about the sponsors because we talk about a free event, but it's not really free. Yes, to, it's very free to everyone who wants to show up. Yeah. Very <laughs> but good. It does point. cost money, and the sponsors make it happen. And keep yes. in mind, the sponsors are covering the cost of the event, so the bands get paid and the production side, but also that's where the contribution comes from. Yes. That goes to the to the uh, the you know help the the, the, the donation side of it. So, but uh, so we have. Mogo, Watermark, and Lake House, and the Music Foundation all tied in as the partners that kind of uh, uh, run it. We have Asbury Sunset in, who who funds it, but then, of course, Tim just jumps in there, and he's part of us as well. And we're going to rely on him a lot this year. Um, Some other sponsors that come back every year and and really, you know, again, have been there. Um, Ansel Grimm and Aaron, a law firm, so, you know, it's it's, they're here for us. Um, They just want to do something good for the community, I think. I think the nonprofit side of it is very appealing to yeah. them, so they, they step up. Um, the Stone Pony, so, you know, the, out of Madison Marquette, the Stone Pony, who, who um, has all their own events and still finds it important and does support the locals, but uh, make sure we could also do some things right there on the boardwalk. Um, Last Wave Brewing, mm-hmm. they've been around for quite a few years, and they tie in, which we could give them a little plug for the new brewery opening up on Main yeah. Street in uh, probably the end of the summer, cool. but uh, Wild Air. So it'll take over the Dark Very City cool. Brewing place. Wow. Okay. So That's so cool. We just missed them being that, the sponsor, but it didn't quite work out timing-wise. Um, we have Lakeland Bank. So that's the formerly First Constitution. They had just come in, I think, the last year we ran it. And then um, and now it's nice that the new people that took over the bank are supporting us. And then Tito's Handmade Vodka is coming in as a big sponsor. Um They've done so much in this community. I mean, you see them everywhere, but they really do mean it. They, you know, when you ask them to step up for different events, they come in. So they came in with a normal contribution. This is the first time they're tied into this Asbury Park Live event. Um, but then they threw a little bonus on, which is really what we needed to keep this thing going. And uh, we're going to be able to do some extra things with that. Uh, but... And you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but the way I heard it was um, <laughs> all the Tito's drinks are, that get served for the summer, they're going to add a dollar. No. What is it? <laughs> That's what the last I heard. No, 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 no. But, no. but they're going to contribute. Uh, every, so. every, well, yeah, gosh. No, the whole summer. Good luck. It's, yeah. it's another $2,500 is what we're looking at. That's what, uh, what, I, what uh, I have created a community. Oh, it's, it's, it's a, a community. Drink. It's a specific drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, okay. it's, uh, um, it's a series that uh, I've had since I've uh, first been open. It's called a community cocktail where yes, yes, I, I raise money or give a dollar back to certain local organizations. So I've created um, for the summer a community cocktail using Tito's. Okay. So I'm going to give a dollar for every one of those drinks given. Uh, in addition to my uh, uh-huh. regular sponsorship, and I believe Tito's says that they're going to give an additional two dollars yeah. for. Oh, every, I don't know. Okay. I, I, yeah. So it, it's it's based on one drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's oh, going, that's why they maybe increased it. That's going. I think they thought it might it's be going on. to be on my menu for yes. the entire summer. Wow. It's not just offered on right. Wednesdays. It's offered every day. So right. on my summer printed menu for the next ninety days, yes. you will. We will lead with community cocktail, I and in it. the menu we will say raising Great money. Idea. You know, Tito's. You know, so it will. 
people explain what we're doing, and it's a delicious drink. That was my next question. I don't doubt doubt it because watermark drinks are always Always my favorite drinks and always delicious. Mine too. (laughs) But but it is so true. And every summer I feel like there's a different one that becomes the favorite. Um, I'm still very proud of the the drinks that we put out. I have a team. There's four or five of us. There's not just one mixologist. We work in collaboration. Um, Being from the theater, Mm -hmm. um, you have to work in collaboration. So I have an an amazing team, and uh, we put out, I'm going to say, you know, 15 new cocktails every season. But to get 15, you got to start with 35. It's just like like songs on an album. (laughs) And you wheedle it down, you wheedle it down, and, you know, you've been tasting them for so long, you can't... (laughs) It was delicious, the first time I heard it, is it delicious now? I have no idea. All my babies are beautiful. That's what I wanted what to know. Is what the drink is in the summer? It? You're, you're uh, burying the lead. Uh, you got to go, go there and find out. That's what yeah. you have to do. You have to half gallon of Tito's. And you're going to order the community cocktail, exactly. and that's when you find um, out. I'm Come calling this co- it, the name of the cocktail. It's communicate. Uh, the name of the cocktail is Under the Boardwalk. Ooh, um, right. and one of my favorite places. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I uh, I think most of you, uh, especially around this table, when you see my summer cocktail list, you'll you'll see that there's a lot of musical references yes. through the entire thing. But uh, under the boardwalk is Tito's fresh pineapple, apérol, fresh lime juice, and a, a new coconut liqueur that we have just found that's really really Ooh. good. Yeah, that's it's it's it's, it's based on a it's basically a, a vodka tiki drink. Is it, I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. It tastes like summer. Yes. <laughs> oh, I like that. I want to find out how I get a Tiki Jim shirt. Like, yeah. you know, I want one on the, where it says on the back, I know Tiki Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did just come up with a logo, but I don't have a, a, a brand, uh, any merch yet. No. Yes, well, I like that yet. I can see that drink on the back of it on underneath the Tiki bar. I mean, he's already like got the it. Tiki bar up there, there so go. That's right. we're good go. to go. So it, with <clears throat> all of this, I thought it was great that you brought it up that, you know, a free event isn't necessarily free. Um, what about people who come and listen um, on those Wednesdays? Is there a way they can help out? Can they yes. uh, help give donations? What, what can there, they do? There'll be someone walking around with a bucket, so you, there's cash donations. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people who will throw in a dollar because that's what they have. Uh, and every once in a while, there's someone who throws in $100 because that's what they feel. Um, and it's not, you know, there's you'll, during the event, um, you know, a couple times there, we'll kind of give a quick rundown of, of the Music Foundation and some of the things that it's, it's contributing towards. And that's usually enough. But the nice thing is, you know, at any given point, you know, if there's 30, 50, 70 people there, over the course of three hours, this is hundreds of people coming by. Right. And, and they're, you know, all stop in for little, little parts of it. So, um, so it can add up. But that, you know, mm-hmm. all of this is going to go toward the, uh, the summer camps and everything that, that follows. You know, there's, if there's extra, there's always the next camp, next scholarship right. that comes in too. Right. Know. And yeah. merch. And merch. merch. The merch sales too. A Tiki Jim brand any minute now. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Foundation. Asbury Park Music Foundation uh, will have their their shirts there. The music saved Asbury Park, and then there's a there's some new ones out too, right? Yeah, there's amazing. Them. Well, they yeah, have yeah. the whole I mean, merch a, on yeah, the website. You can go shirts, yeah. if you can't make the Boardwalk <clears throat> series for some reason, which there's no excuse why that that would be the case. But you could always go on the foundation's website, and there's a store. Yeah. And you yeah. can buy, there's a donate, nice donate button, you know, and help out when, when you see what these programs do. And Get uh, your onesie here. 
They got that's onesies. right. They have onesies. <laughs> they that's onesies. right. We got it all. <laughs> and um, you know, lineup. We have not spoken about the lineup. I was wondering if you yeah, had. Yeah, I should have given them a little uh, heads up on that, though. Sure. You, you uh, Tim, you want to do? You want me to do? Whatever. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so <clears throat> I feel like I'm back on one more. I'm taking Chris's role. Like okay, <laughs> except I won't yell yeah, like uh, like Chris would yell. I'm Brian Erickson. So we've got uh, so uh, kicking off the schedule. We have uh, on June 29th. We've got Funk Shui, uh, Kirsten Blue, uh, and Makeout Girl. On July 6th, we have my band, The Extensions, and uh, our mid-400 fam, Yawn Mower. On the 13th of July, we have Dez and the Swagmatics and Daughter Vision. Love both of those. Uh, and then on the 20th, we have Koof Knots and Christine Elise, which if you haven't seen them, wow. Oh, like totally hip-hop with a, with a harpist. Uh, and eight days straight, you know, can't can't forget them. Uh, on the twenty seventh, there's no show. Uh, we're we're kind of taking the week off. Come back in August on the third with Dark City Strings and the Foes of Fern. Uh, August tenth, Alexander Simone and Houdat and Pamela Flores. Uh, August seventeenth, Sonic Bloom and Dano. I love Dano so mm-hmm. much. She's the with best. Yeah, with a band, oh, yeah. It's incredible. Cool. Uh, August 24th with the Shady Street Show Band and Alexis Keegan. And uh, capping it off on the 31st with Sean Tobin and the Boardwalk Fire. <laughs> and your friends and mine, Jackson Pines. That is quite the lineup. That's a great lineup. Great lineup with a, you know, a lot of like variety in genre yeah. and sound that's and right. lineup and, and energy and everything like that. That's, that's one of the best lineups I've seen in uh, oh, quite a while. Well, we, yeah. We have to talk about how crazy fortunate we are to have all these people in our backyard. And nowhere yeah. else in the world, you can't find anywhere else where you can be like, Brian just rattled off that list of names, yeah. which is just a portion of the wealth of you know, artists who come through here. Yeah. It's just amazing. You know, the, the hardest part is all the other bands you want to invite yeah. that there just are not a day, enough days for. But I just love that the bands being part of this their only band that said no was Dentist because they're on the block out for right. our See Here Now. Oh, yeah. Wow. I do like that for Tough like wow. everyone. That's a shame. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. The first person I met from the Music Foundation back at that 2016 show before the Music Foundation was really right. like fully involved was, was Matt, the drummer just, of yeah. Dentist. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he was the first person I met and he kind of said, yeah, I'm from the Music Foundation and we're... Uh, yeah, I think they were kind of just running like a merch table there. Yeah, at that yeah. Point. He he uh, ran the music foundation as the the only full time employee for uh, I want to say maybe three years, two or three I, years. I also think he was providing some stage and sound. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah, also right. part of the 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 setup and breakdown. That's right. Yeah, right. in the very in the very beginning. <laughs> wow. But yeah. I mean, super well. And I mean, you know, dentist obviously they deserve yeah. that. Uh, you know, for see here now, yes. like that's uh, you know, of course they they deserved it years ago, and it, it's kind of nice to see them getting their yes. due. Yeah. And yeah, Matt was a great dude. And yeah, that first year when we didn't really know about anybody, Matt was the first to kind of come over, introduce himself, yeah. shake hands, be like, "Yeah, man, I got you. Don't worry." Yeah. And then like, yeah, this is great. And and cooler still to see him and and that band succeed. Uh, you know, succeed and, and exceed expectations and everything. So, yeah, yeah. And, and everyone around this table is involved in Asbury Park. So we all know that that lineup that you just read is incredible because the talent of every single one of those musical acts 
They could be a headliner, you know, anywhere in this area. They, they are that good. So those who are listening that are not from this area maybe weren't familiar with some of the names like Dano and, you know, the extensions. You know, you're not, you're not familiar with Sonic Bloom, Feng Shui. I mean, these are, these are top-notch bands. This isn't just, you know, a little musical act that you will never hear of or from again. These are wonderful bands, so um, well worth the trip, uh, the yeah, dollar, the bucket. Go to one you don't know. Oh, yes. got, yes. Most people would have, there's someone out of those it's nine true. weeks they have not seen, go. It's a Wednesday night. Right. The Wednesday nights are great in Asbury Park. Yes. You know, you're a little pre-crowd, and you got your space on the boardwalk. You might even be able to get parking. You should be able to get parking <laughs> oh, on <yes>. Wednesday. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Come yeah, like, it's, it's, you know, everybody wants to come out on, you know, Friday, Saturday, exactly. even, even Sunday a little bit. But yeah, come come on Wednesday. Like, what else? What else are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, come out, hang out on Wednesday, get a cocktail at Watermark, yeah. run down, get tacos right there at the Mogo <laughs> stand, literally right next to the green space, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, set up a chair. You know, pull up, pull up, uh, pull up a chair or a spot on the lawn, yep. and uh, enjoy yourselves and drink responsibly. Obviously, <laughs> yes, of course, of course. <laughs> That's you know, right. the one other thing, you know, you talk about, I think ultimately the goal of many of us is to take these artists and get them out of town. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are so yeah. great. They need to we burst We want to, through. but we don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't leave us, you but come share. back. But you have <laughs> to. Yeah, we just did this thing with Connor Bracken and the Mother Leeds Band. Dude, was, his billboard was on Times Square. I yeah. mean, an LED at Connor Bracken, he's not that pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, he's not bad, but he's, he's not he's all so that. Love you, brother. But I mean, he, he was in Times Square, sold out two shows to Hardback Cafe, yeah, and you know, Sean is doing a world—not a world tour, but he's got like he's ten traveling. cities. Oh yeah, and he did that funky Kickstarter thing. I mean, it's yeah. to watch these people succeed. Jackson Pines just Jackson uh, Pines. Uh, just uh, just announced a tour too. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's really the ultimate goal: watch them succeed, watch the community succeed, mm-hmm. and you know, it's you guys that really. Just keep lifting. I mean, that's all we can do. Right, right. Well, I want to thank each one of you for not only being here, but really for what goes on behind the scenes. You know, mm-hmm. what you're doing is just keeping this community extra special, like it, like in Austin, like a New Orleans. It's it's becoming a hotbed, or has been a hotbed of musical activity. True talent from. Um, from everyone, so and that cannot happen without the behind-the-scenes support, and um, all of you are doing that, and uh, I think the community thanks you for that for sure. I know I do, and um, and thank you for coming. We got you. We got you to talk, Russell. Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> Diane, too. It, it's platforms like this that make putting the word out uh, that much more possible yes. and <laughs> and feasible and and you know, keeps that information available to a large mass of people. Mm-hmm. So your your work should not go unacknowledged. Thank I you. really appreciate that too. Thank Absolutely. you very much. Well, it's a like pleasure. Like the music, share the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the music. Absolutely. <laughs> AsburyParkVibes.com. <laughs> go there now. He's good. I know. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next Thanks. time. All right. See you guys. Good stuff. <laughs>